You think the people are ready? You think the people are ready? You think the people are ready? And the pod goes on. Yo, you got to. Yo, <laughs> seriously, it's seriously, just seriously. Your boys, Frank and Rashawn. <laughs> That's how I always test the play. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Stop it, guys. Stop it. Put your, sit down. Sit down. Yo, can, can I just finish this? <laughs> I'm just playing with the mics. I don't know if this thing's working. Anyway, I've been watching you tinker because I see you're in depression because you keep messing up. And I think it's because, you know, my eyes are on you. You know, I'm trying to see that record button. Can you just <laughs> look the other way? <laughs> I see what you're doing, buddy. I'm going to figure it out. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> it is a new day, buddy. Yeah, but it's late in the day and you're tired. <laughs> I, I am a little drowsy right now, but I, I'm alert like a like a panther. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like a panther. Okay. You, you continue. Anyway. Yeah, so Frankie, I was trying to tell you. Like, you know, I was I was thinking a little while ago with the holidays approaching, I was like, man, you know, as parents, we lie to our kids about everything. We lie to our kids about Tooth Fairy. We lie to our kids about Santa Claus. We lie to our kids about all the different, you know, things just to, so that they would behave, right? Right. So I was just thinking, like, you know, some of the lies that were told to me as a kid growing up. Oh, God. So <laughs> I, had, I had this great memory of mine where... um i never forget, I was in school, I think it was fourth grade, it was fourth grade, and at the time, you know, and this is at the age where, you know, the boys just start liking the girls, and they're like, ooh, I like her, they got a crush on her, whatever, da, da, da. and one of the boys, he looked over at me, and he was like, yo, Rashawn, you don't know nothing about girls, you, you a straight up virgin. Oh, jeez. And I was like, no, I'm not, but in my mind, I didn't really know what it was. So I was just like, what is he talking about? And then all the kids started laughing, because they must have seen my face in confusion, not knowing what it was. And they were like, Rashawn, you're a virgin. You're a virgin. And they were mad aggressive. And I'm like, man, I, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And I, I didn't know how really how to defend myself because I didn't know what it was. So anyway, the school day ends, and I go home. And uh, I, I used to go stay at my grandmother's after school. And, of course, I go to my grandmother, and I'm like, the only time I ever heard the word virgin was the Virgin Mary. So I'm like, clearly this is a biblical thing. <laughs> So I'm like, so you're, wait, so wait, so here I am. Like, why would these kids insult me with biblical slurs? So, I'll teach them. <laughs> Jesus loves you. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. I go to my grandmother, and I'm like, Grandma, kids are making fun of me at school. She's like, Oh, what they say, baby? And I, she said, They calling you four eyes again? I said, Listen, no, Grandma. I've already accepted that I have glasses and I have four eyes. It's fine. I said, They call me a virgin, Grandma. And, yo, she didn't even flinch. She, like, instant lie. And she says, oh, really, baby? She said, why would they call you that? I said, I don't know, Grandma. What is a virgin? And she just looked at me and she said, oh, baby, that, that's just people from Virginia. I said, what? <laughs> I said, Dude, wait. Stop. I said, wait, what? She said, baby, that's, just pe- that's what they call people from Virginia. They call them virgins. I said, why would they call me Ver- I'm I'm not from Virginia. I'm from Jersey City, Grandma. I'm I'm confused. And she was just like, Grandma. She, my, my Grandma was just like, Listen, baby. They think you're country. See, they see the folk think people from down south are country, and they pick Virginia as the state that that they want to say that you country. So that's why they call you Virgin, baby. They call you. I said I'm not country. She said I know, baby. But she said that's what they call you. They call you country. So I go back to school. And now I feel like I'm, I got my chest puffed out, Frankie. Because now you know your country? Because now I know. <laughs> Listen, I ain't country. <laughs> I ain't a virgin. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I go in there 
And uh, I'm thinking I got something to prove when I go back into the school. Uh, later on, one of my friends pulled me aside, thankfully, and said, Rashawn, you know, he's a little fast behind little boy. He tells me what it is. <laughs> I never went back to my so, grandmother. So, 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 wait, so wait a minute. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo. So boys are fast too? Boys are very fast. I thought that was only a term that was <laughs> No, no, boys are fat. Yo, know, boys, yo, know, there was some boys who was who was scared of cooties and there was other boys who wanted the cooties. <laughs> ah, okay. Gotcha. I get it. I get it. Man, I, I don't know, man. But I, I just thought of that funny memory. I was like, yo, she didn't even and my grandma's a good church going woman, but she didn't even bat an eye. She didn't even get she didn't stutter. She said, baby, that's what they call people from Virginia. I said, uh, and you know, for years, I look back on that and I go, where in the world did she get that from? <laughs> she had me thinking all people from Virginia so, emerges. So, so, you know, his, history tends to repeat itself, right? Yeah. So oh, yo, I, oh, shoot. Yo, <laughs> yo, I have no idea what I'm... I've avoided that conversation. Uh, Sonia from Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Virginia's a great state. It's a great state. No, I'm like, baby, no, you from Virginia. Your sister's from West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So I'm going to tell you about a couple of text messages I got. All right. Everybody's still talking about that. Which one? The girl that I fought. Oh, man, that you was beating up T. <laughs> so it, it's got it got to a point now where, like, people are asking me, like, did I use the real name? Oh shoot! Because they're looking. Oh man! And I'm like, I can't tell you. I'm not telling you who what the real name is. I know what the real name is. Yeah. Because I found out that Yo, day. People are googling. Yo, they were they googled. They're gonna find her on they, Facebook. They, they googled class class of eighty eight, class of eighty nine, <laughs> class of ninety, <laughs> class of ninety one. They were like, well, she gotta I'm be like, in one of these grades. <laughs> so, I'm like, yo, I have no you idea. You made T famous. I have no idea what you're looking for, and I yeah. go, and I'm not gonna tell you her real name. But somebody did tell me. Wouldn't it be funny that she's listening to the show? Oh my! God. Yo, can you? Yo, <laughs> she is. I'm getting her on the show. Yo, if she is, if she, I'm is, telling you I'm, right now. Wait, if she me, is, I want her to go on our page, Life Lessons with Idiots. Message us. I will gladly have her on the show. Yo, you know what I Absolutely. did? I did go on Facebook and I did look up the person that I fought. On my taking the L, she's still there. I found her. Uh, you don't, do you want to have her on the show? No, <laughs> See, no, no, no. Oh so, man! So, so listen to this. I I found this, and okay. I, and I thought this. I think this would be a cool, a cool, cool, cool song for you to hear. All right, cool. You got a cool intro song. Well, just listen. All right. Very sad. Okay. By the side Turn that up. Praise that name, praise that name. That's the Eastside School song. I dig it. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's from Lean On Me, if you don't know, y'all. Break it down, fellas. <laughs> How cool is that? Represent your school, Frankie. Loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. Now she got to find it. I know. Yo, I love this. That's great. You want to put this on the show? Ladies and gentlemen, it's that Yo, Frankie, what are you doing? 
We're not ready yet. Yeah, we're ready. Frankie, why are you? You're playing the drop. I'm your host. Yo, we've been live. My boy over there, Frankie. Wait, are now? Frankie, are you serious? Listen, they're not the smartest in the room. This is what pissed me off. I would get one piece, right? And they're like, you know, you gotta say something for everybody else. I got one piece. You like that? Frankie. Now let's get into life lessons with Diddy. Frankie, are we on? Yo, they heard all your stuff. Oh my god. Yo, Are you're you done. Serious? They heard it all. Oh my god. My grandmother's gonna kill me. <laughs> oh my god. All right, guys. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the show. So he's over here too busy trying to figure out where the button is because he's trying I to thought beat I had the it punch. this time. No, you didn't. I thought I really had it this time. I was like, I was watching like a hawk, like like a straight stalker all right we're gonna get right into it <laughs> now that it's frankie got, brought us here thank not, you it's getting harder to figure this out i'm not lying every every week i'm like now nah, i'm gonna get him to talk about something i'm <laughs> looking at the screen you know what i'm gonna get on to you buddy look at, all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to life lessons with idiots with your boy frankie and Rashawn. today is november 14th 2021 this is episode number is eight ocho eight and uh, man, we got a lot to get into today. I feel like I feel like today's gonna be a long pod today. I feel it in my bones. Am I jealous? Oh, today's definitely gonna be a long one here, but you know, I got I got. We'll, some, see, we'll see how far it goes, bro. I got like some pretty good topics that people have uh, sh- shot me with um, after the last episode, which was really great. And by the way, I want to applaud all the people who took time to send a message to our email box. Take a bow. There you go. We got some great emails um, and some great messages. Once again, our email address is lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. We take feedback. We take suggestions. We take ideas. And, um, man, we we got a lot. Uh, I want to say thank you to Carol. She uh, brought up some great commentary in regards to some of the investment advice that we've been giving on this show. I'm going to try to incorporate that in here. And uh, I want to say welcome all new listeners and welcome all of our day one listeners. Um we appreciate each and every one of you, and we hope you guys entertain. So, should we get into the funnies? Go ahead, man. Are you going to start with the funnies? Oh, should I? All right. You know what I'm going to start with? Um, we, we're going to skip current events today. We're going to skip current events. I got one. You got one current event? All right. Get your current event, because I want to get into the funnies. I, I got one current <laughs> event, and I just, I, you know, and it's one of those things that I look at, and I'm like, really? This really happened? So, you know, like here in New York? Yeah. They had, well, actually, here in New Jersey. That um, that one girl she went missing. Oh, which one? Uh, her family was looking for her because she went missing, and the um, the mom was on TV. Please come home. We miss you. We miss you. Oh shoot! No, I miss this. Oh, you you don't know about this? I miss her and the girl. <laughs> <laughs> shit, too soon. All right, so, <laughs> too soon. So basically, what ended up happening is the little, the the mother sent the daughter yeah. to the store. Oh shoot! Okay, and the girl just. Disappeared. Oh, so they were looking for her. Damn. They had a. They had a. Uh, it's like a parent's nightmare. They had a. They had like, like an Amber like, Alert like, and everything. Like, everything, and yeah. they also had the um, like an award, uh, like a reward. Oh shoot! You oh, know, this is it got up to How long was she missing? She was missing for about a month. A month. How old was she again? She was fourteen. Oh shoot! So not, that's not the crazy part. So fourteen. Meanwhile, the mom. And I'm not giving the name because I really don't remember yeah, the yeah, names. Yeah, I know yeah, the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, the mom turns around and she's like, please come home. We miss you. We love you. We Damn. know this and all that. So my, the, 
so you know, there people are looking for this little girl. Yeah. A month passed. Okay. Some lady in the street in New York sees the little girl. Oh, she calls shoot. by herself. By herself, walking. Oh no, dude, walking by herself. They call the cops. They find the girl. Boom. She meets up with the cops. What do you think she says to the cops? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she crying. Bring me home. No. She's like, I don't want to go back home. She treats me bad. Oh, I ran away. Shoot. The little girl was living in a shelter. No. 14 years old. She, you know she lied. She lied about everything. She said she was 18. She was homeless. Living in a shelter for a month in New York. Wow. How crazy is that? That Me, is... And and I, and, I, and and this gets me and it bothers me because yeah. this Ooh. little girl left her house. Yeah, she said I was better off in the streets than living in that, in that house with that woman. Better off That's in the streets. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? So now, I didn't know we were starting like this, dude. Honey. I, was, I, I, I throw jokes at this. <laughs> no, no, this is a true story. So now, they investigate what's going on. Yeah. So the girl now and her sibling, I think it's a little brother. Get taken away, and the mom gets pressed charge. Get charges pressed against her. And now she's in jail. Wait, man. So who's gonna watch the kids? So she's there with the system. Oh man, how crazy is that story? And I don't mean to bring the show down, but yeah, it's the yeah, one yeah. event that I'm like, you know, if you're gonna, if you're a kid and you need help, please get the help. Yeah. But if you're a parent that's doing something like that, don't put yourself out there like that. Yeah, she over here making a whole big thing to get her kids back, and she over here she's responsible for the kids. She's responsible away. for the kid running away. That's sick, man. That and that, and that just <clears throat> bothers me because it's a fourteen year old little girl that decides that she wants yeah. to just live out in a in a shelter. Yeah, and man. How, how is that even possible? That you want to live in a shelter? You think that that's safer than being yeah, home? Yeah, sleeping with strangers. Oh my god, it's safer than being at home. That's the only story I have because oh, let me man. tell you, that was it the only story we need. I mean, I mean, while we're here, I might as well drop some more sad news. I guess we should probably point out the, the whole event with Astro World and the tragedy that oh. took place there. Yeah. So I just want to send my thoughts, prayers, and condolences to those families, um, you know, that have lost loved ones during that incident. For those that aren't familiar, Travis Scott, uh, famous rapper, performer. Um, he held a concert and um, several individuals, concert goers, they're still investigating what happened to them, but several of them were trampled. Some of them were hurt and several of them died. I believe it was the total was eight. And one of the people that died was actually a 14 year old boy, uh, which is crazy. And, when you know, as a parent, your first reaction is, what is a 14 year old doing at a concert? Yeah, that was my immediate reaction. But then I thought to myself and I'm like, Travis Scott. For a period of time, he had a McDonald's sandwich. And for a period of time, he was on the game Fortnite. So yeah. who do you think Travis Scott is marketing to? It's definitely not me. <laughs> it's definitely not <laughs> like, me. He's marketing to these young kids. Yeah. And obviously, if you're a parent, you want to bring your kid to this awesome experience to see this and everything, even though I think it's pretty crazy going to a rap concert because Travis Scott is definitely not PG. But you bring your kid there, and then the crowd gets all crazy, and then God forbid – you know, you lose your kid in the crowd, and, and this kind of incident kind of happened. I just feel bad. I, I pray for the family um, and the, the families that are going through this situation. And now, you know, several of them are suing Travis Scott. So let me ask you a quick question. Go ahead. Do you think Travis... Now, I understand, as an artist, you are responsible for the performance you're delivering. You do have to... I know part of your pay has to compensate the security of the event. Part of your pay has to pay for the staging and the lighting. You know, every artist has to do this. 
But when it comes to like the responsibility of uh of people oh thank you someone um actually sent us a message in the chat saying it was 14 um oh no it was the 14 year old 14 year old i was right in the concert yeah um when you when you're having an event like this like do you think the artist is responsible for what happens to the to the members of the crowd if something happens in my opinion I don't think you could. I, I blame the venue, or I blame the organizers of the venue. So Live Nation is the is the main right. sponsor of that whole event. I would hold them more accountable than I would the actual artists, because if they're on the artist and they're on stage, they're not. They can't babysit or monitor fifty thousand people in the audience. Like, how do you see that as a performer? Right. So, yes, ahead. I agree with you that the the venue is completely uh, responsible for that. Yeah. At the same time. You're up there, and I know that the lights are on you. Yeah, and you the can't lights see are certain, on. Certain you can't things. see anything beyond two rows, dude. I I, I used to do um, the seminars. Yeah, uh, for a company that I used to work for, and I used to, I used to be in front of two to three thousand people, and I'm yeah. and I'm talking to these people. I saw maybe like a handful of people in the front. Exactly. Everybody else was a complete blur. Yeah. And in the concert, I don't know if you noticed, there was this big gap between yeah, the fence and the yeah. stage. Yeah. So when all that stuff started happening, I blame the security that's yeah, there that should have should have hopped on the stage and told them, "Yo, stop! Shut everything down! Shut everything down!" That's where I'm, that's that's what bothered me. But then I was watching some of the video, and they showed like girls climbing up onto like the like on the side, climbing the climbing mm-hmm. the fence and all that. I don't know if he saw it, but if he did see it, he should have stopped it. Yeah, I'm you know. But now let me think, because look, I've seen Michael Jackson concerts. And Michael Jackson will perform, and people will have seizures in the audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there were people passing out, falling out, grown adults passing out, and Mike was still moonwalking. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. And I, when I, you look at other the concerts, like all these rock concerts that they have, the heavy metal bands, there's people going crazy, there's people falling out. But I do agree with you. I do think that the people that are on site, the paramedics, the, they're the, the security guard, they're the be the eyes. Absolutely. The performer's going to perform regardless. And he may. And the performer may, you know, see something, you know, that catches their eye, like, hey, and gesture for security, like, hey, get over there, if, like, yeah. if a fight break out or something like that. But, like, they're very limited as to what they could do or what they could see. I know my mom, she used to do gospel plays. Even in high school, when I was performing in high school on stage, I couldn't see anything beyond two rows. It was an orchestra, and then oh, after yeah. that, it was, like, two, like, the rest of the theater. And you can't see anything after the lights are hit on your face. You see, like, maybe the first two rows, and then blurry, like you said, like. It's really difficult. So it's definitely like for you to gauge somebody, uh, you know, sick or hurt or not doing well. You'll see paramedics yeah, around you'll, them. You'll see that and be like, "Oh, I hope he's okay." Or I hope the, yeah, the security should have gone up there. Yeah, and stopped the show. Yeah, my opinion. But my thing is like, would you like? You know, I know show business has a saying like, "The show must go on." Like, how do you stop a performance? Like, if me and you were doing a podcast. <laughs> They were live, Yo, and the jokes are rolling. The jokes are rolling, and somebody <laughs> and I, if somebody passes out in front of us. Someone literally is dying laughing, dude. Do you stop all, the joke? I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna stop the joke. Where I'm gonna be like, "Yo, somebody, somebody can't breathe." I'm like, somebody get that guy. Get him with Yo, the defibrillator. Get, get him. Get him out. Get him out. It's gonna ruin the ratings. <laughs> no, but all seriousness, all seriousness, I do. I do pray for those family. I, I'm the 14 year old really hit me hard um, because that's like close to my daughter's age and. Um, that's tragic. You know, that's a young life right there. I think, I think he's in intensive care. I don't know if he's passed away yet. I think, um, he's still in the hospital, but I'm just praying that he pulls through and all the others who are, uh, impacted by that. Yeah. I, I'm not a, I'm the, like, my kids, they want to go to concerts and I'm like, oh, you're 14. 
Yeah. You know, it's too young. Yeah, um, definitely. And and again, I you there are certain things that if you're gonna go to, you know, I'm gonna be there with you. Yeah. There's not gonna be anybody no, else totally. standing with you. So you're going to the K pop bands. Oh, colleges. absolutely. Uh, BTS, I'm down oh, with yeah, that. You- absolutely. <laughs> I'm doing all the steps. Oh god. I'm gonna be that dad that's gonna embarrass the crap out of the kids, but guess what? Two feet away from you, that's where I'm gonna be. I dig it, man. I dig it. Man, you just hit an important milestone this weekend, didn't you, my dear friend, that you've been talking about for, since episode one, we've been talking about this. You hit an important date. Can we announce it? Can I say it? Can I shout it? Go ahead. Happy anniversary, Frankie. (laughs) Can I get the applause button? Hit the applause button. Frankie's anniversary. Wedding anniversary of 27 years. 27 years married. Amazing. Amazing. So now... Man, you know I got to put you on the spot. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I got to put you on the spot. So last time we was talking, I was like, man, I was like, Frankie, how do you make a marriage, you know, work? Like, like, what is the key to the secret? And back then you was like, got to have the memory of a goldfish. Just got to have a short memory. I still believe it. That is awesome. Now, 27 years with the same person. Okay. The same friend. Yeah. What is the secret to keeping the chemistry going Keeping the fire burning, really? keeping the love alive, <laughs> keep you looking at her, she looking at you. What is the golden secret? What's the sauce? Twenty-seven years is a long time, Frankie, to be looking at somebody and still saying, "Yeah, she's yeah. She, she's pretty hot." <laughs> Look at Frank, Frankie's turning right. <laughs> Frankie, come on now. What, what, what's the secret, so, man? So, you know, my wife listens to the show. You know, she is a fan, <laughs> no, right? You know, oh her her friends listen too, right? You know this, right? So you got to put me in the spot. Look, 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 look. We're vulnerable here. Come on. I'm going to tell place. you. Come on, tell me. Come on, break it down, Frankie. Because if you don't disrespect each other, uh-huh. and you're obviously looking at each other, and you're willing to talk to each other, and you do things together, it feels like day one. That's, that's, that's a good PC answer there. Politically correct. I, I tell her every day. Yeah, I said it's so. It really, thing. is all about you. But all right, so you respect her, you like her. I've you never, her. I've never cursed at my wife. Never in my instance, and you can ask anybody. Wow, I've never called her an idiot, stupid, the b word, nothing. I, I've always said, the minute we curse at each other, we have no respect Ooh, for each other. That's a golden rule there. All right. Nice. So if you think that you can curse me out, and yeah. it, at that point. Yeah, you line. know that the relationship's gonna end. Ooh, the lines are blurred. Cause now because, you're talking to me like I'm a stranger in the street. Yeah, because now now it's fair game. Now we know Ooh. from past shows and that I have a quick mouth. Yeah, but that thing is slows down with Karen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there was never a reason to dis- That's good, to cross that. That's the one thing. The other thing is, uh-huh. And I said this to her, we were dating. Okay. The day you want to break up with me, don't tell me the reason why. I don't want to know. Oh, you oh, want you out? Want... You want out because you already made your decision. I'm gonna tell you what I've always thought in my head. Okay, a guy will make a decision in the drop of a dime. Okay, because we're guys. Yeah, yeah, we're dumb. When a woman makes uh-huh. a decision, she thought about it. Oh, marinated it. She thought about it. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is, and she put on a rotisserie. She turned around in her oh, brain. Oh, and funny. she thought about it. So yeah. when she turns around and says to you, uh huh, uh huh, I'm done. Oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You're no, already lost. The deal's you, done. The lawyer's yeah, already at your house. Absolutely. What are you going to do? <laughs> why? So, Okay, so do you want to know the reason why? I'm going to tell you right now, I don't. Yeah. Now, I do want to know why. I know I don't. I do. I know. 
You like Mario Wines. I don't want to know. I want to know, though. <laughs> I got to know only because I feel like it. Like I feel like if I wasn't the one for you, I get it. Like There's going to be certain things in the relationship. That no one's going to be, and I think we talked about this before with the whole cheating. No one's yeah. going to be your 100%. Everybody's no. going to be your, either they're going to hit 80 at most. The other 20% just not going to be able to get fulfilled. And it's fine. You just have to know that this 80 is worth more, a lot more than the 20. But anyway, back I was saying, I, I do want to know because I always think that there's a way that I could do better and I don't want to repeat this mistake again in the next relationship. So if I was too <laughs> neglectful, if I was too, uh, <laughs> um, you know, not paying enough attention, not giving enough compliments or not being more emotionally available, I do want to know so that way I could try to better myself for, for the next go I, I don't, I don't want to know. All right. I, like I, don't, I don't need to know. Because you know you... that you're a stud and you knew that no, she has, messed up. Another... She messed up, Frankie. It's not you. It's her fault. <laughs> we, just, we just broke up on the air. No. I'm, I'm not, I'm t- I don't want to know. No, there I'll is no you. reason for me to know. Yeah. So if she, if, so if, what's going to happen? She's going to piss me off. Oh, shoot. And then you go So she's going to turn around and she goes, um, <laughs> I don't love you anymore. That shit hurts. Yeah, it does. Oh, or, you know, like, I just don't like you, period. Ouch. I, I despise you. I, I love you as a human being, but I can't share anything with you. That hurts. That does. Now, and if it was a crazy but thing. See, like, but, that, but now, if it was like, oh, I found somebody else, I don't want to know that either. True. All right, but now, now you, all fair marks. All fair marks. I can't even, like, go against that. But I'm saying, like, those comments, though, they're more like uh, her own emotional being. It's not really defining what is it about you that she didn't want to be with. Like, if she says, like, for Sean, I don't want to be with you because you have a tendency to not emotionally, you, you seem emotionally unavailable. You're not as affectionate as you was when we first started being together. You're not as attentive as we, you were when we first been together. Like, I feel that our relationship has run its course, and you're just not doing all the things that you used to do. I would want to know that. But you're yeah, like... Yeah, but, but no, no. But see, that conversation you're talking about yeah. is the conversation that you're supposed to be having before she makes that decision. I hear you. Okay, so I'll give you an example. But a lot of the people don't do that. They, you so know. that's a lack of communication. That, so yeah, if, you, yeah. if, you, if you're not putting in the conversation and, and discussing anything with your, with your, with your spouse, significant yeah. other, what, like what you know, you're unhappy with. Yeah, so no, fair enough. How are they supposed to improve anything? You're supposed to be a mind reader, Frankie. You're supposed to know what Dude, she's Dude, I'm thinking. good. But there's not a guy out there that can read a woman's mind. First of all, guys still don't know what women want. No, we don't know. You know what? I think today's podcast is going to be particularly about women because I was looking at our uh, demographic numbers. Of listeners, and let me tell you something: women are crushing our listening. <laughs> like yeah. women are crushing it. So it's insane. I, 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 I don't know the why they want to listen to two idiots talk. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. You want to know why? No, I, because they're actually learning how guys think. Oh my god! If we represent all of men, ladies. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm representing a man who's been married for 27 years. I mean, you know what? You might be the standard, Frankie. You might be the standard. I mean, I'm doing okay here, but, but I, I'm not at 27. But another another thing is, you know why we last so long? What's that? Because we don't give up quick. That's nice. Most relationships, oh, you watched what show on Netflix? By the way, which I still don't have. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll get back to this. <laughs> How dare you? Boom, they're divorced. Dang. You you know, you're right, though. It's, I think People I think, give up too quick. I do think in this in this day of uh, instant gratification, I do think this, the psychology of a lot of people is that when a person is not meeting your requirements, you're more likely to look at what else is available, right? Because it's like I don't need to tolerate this. You, you, you're not meeting every single thing that I want, 
and I could easily just look into my phone and connect with thousands of other people. And, I, and the thing is, women, they got it a lot better than us. Like, and what I mean is, like, a woman actually, the average woman gets approached by a different guy at least three times a day. At least three times a day. That's probably right. I'm, I, and, I, I, I and, I'm shooting, and I'm shooting love. I think so because, I, I mean, come on. Like, most guys are, like, shooting their shot. Especially now, these guys are very forward, like, and aggressive. I mean, they got DMs now. They, they're throwing it in there. They put, and yeah. they're just putting themselves out there. Yeah. That, putting themselves out there more than they should. <laughs> see, and I don't get that. And I don't get yeah, that. Yeah, I don't get it either. I think it's creepy and nasty, but. I don't get it. I mean, if you got to say anything, just say it. I know, man. But it's, it's but, out there. But anyway, I do. I want to uh, kind of, like, uh, dig into this a little bit more. So, you know, I did get a, a comment from one of our listeners. Hit me up and was like, um, she's single. And she says, you know what? I wouldn't mind getting you and Frankie's uh, perspective on the dating culture. And she says, it's trash right now. She said dudes are there, just... There is no dating culture. She actually said that, she says, every dude out there um, is, like, in the beginning, like, men have, like, this two-week trial period <laughs> that they put women on. It's, like, where they do everything uh, that they're supposed to. Like, they, they're ter- perfect gentlemen. They open the door. They take them out to eat. They show them all this attention. They want to hear all their thoughts and their dreams and their goals. And it's like when the subscription runs out after two weeks, they go back to being a total derp. <laughs> True colors come out after the third date. But you know what? I don't really think that's fair. I think women do the same thing. I think women have a trial period too. Like, you remember when you first, I won't say your wife, I'll just say when you first started seeing someone, a girl, they won't fart. <laughs> They won't eat. They won't even use the bathroom if you're anywhere near near them. Like you would be like, "Hey, you, you know, what do you want to drink? I just drink water." <laughs> That's like um, like what was that? No, coming to America. Yeah. I'll have what you're having. I have what you're having. Yeah, now bark like a dog. Woof. <laughs> but no, no, no. Seriously, I do feel like women like go to all this extent where it's like. They, they, you know, they wear the nice outfits when they want to go out. Like, you be like, dang, man, her hair's always done and everything. And it's like, man, like, she going all out. But then once they get used to you, you get married, they get settled in. Or whether you're dating for a long time, then guess what, man? So, I'm, I'm going to tell you guess a Guess what, man? You're getting hair buns and ponytails every day. <laughs> you get... <laughs> now, every... Wait, hold on, Frankie. <laughs> Everything you do now irritates her. <laughs> oh. Back then, you were burp. <laughs> and she's like, oh, Frankie, you ate good today, huh? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, mm-hmm. And now you burp, you're like, you're disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, you got, why you got to do that in front of my face? You know I'm still eating. You nasty. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Remember when your wife used to go in the bathroom right after you? And you said, like, no, that's, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you right now. There's a rule. <laughs> Frankie, you don't tell her like, oh, baby, you should let it air out. She's like, no, it's fine, Frankie, it's fine. No. That, that's when she used to like you. No. Now she go in there. She's like, Frankie, go get checked out. I'm like, go to the doctor. What died in you? No, I'm like, I'm like, yo, listen. Okay, you mad at me? Okay, it's under the sheet. Go ahead, knock yourself out. Go crazy. How under dare it. you? I, I can't. Smell it was it. cute. It was cute in the beginning. Yeah. Well, that in whole the, bathroom thing. Yeah. I have my own bathroom. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. This is this is this is mine. The Frankie Lair. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's mine, and nobody else goes there. Nice. Though, so that's where the business goes down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one person here saying uh, the two idiots is a stage name. <laughs> 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 
because uh, two idiots would not be able to start a show like this or talk as much as you guys. I don't know how smart <laughs> oh, we man. are because oh, look, thanks. we're exposing ourselves. Oh, nice. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. No, but um, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, you go through those phases, the, like those early, you know, the cute things and all that. But there's a point where you figure out a guy would know faster than a girl will whether he wants to be with her in a quicker relationship or anything. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. All right, and let me tell you, it gets it's harder for guys now, and and I and I give I do, women a hundred percent props, and I'm gonna yeah. tell you because I feel that the fact that women are out there getting a day education, getting the decent jobs, oh, and, yeah. get, and going out there and putting themselves into, you know, into like serious roles, yeah. even if it's on social media, you know, yeah, women it, are in charge right they're now. They're in charge. They run the world right now. They get to pick and choose. I mean, Beyonce got them all running the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked, I asked one guy, yo, you know, why'd you get married? Yeah. Straight answer. She said yes. Oh, that's true. They all, yeah. And, and I was like, and I sat on that. I'm like, he go, I'm like, all right. So then my next question was, well, how many women did you ask to marry you? Yeah, he goes throughout my life. Yeah, <laughs> he said three. He did, man. He said three, and he goes, "This one said yes." Oh shit! And Wait I, a minute. <laughs> Wait a so, so I go, "Do you at least love her?" He <laughs> goes, "No, I love her." Yeah, but uh, and he said he loved the other girls too. But this is the one. This is the one that said yes to me because no man can get married unless she says, says yes. yes. I like the. Philosophy. Love it. And I love it. And that's the reason why I really think that, you know, again, not because I've been married for 27 years, yeah. but because I think that women right now have control. I always think women have control. I think, I think honestly, if you look at if you look at the course of history, every war was started because of a woman. <laughs> and every war look, ended yeah, because of because a woman. Of woman. <laughs> look, look at the Battle of Troy. <laughs> no, but seriously, in all seriousness. So let's get back. To, let's rewind because we're, we're about to go on our tangents and t- go down a hundred different paths because we're crazy. But um, let's rewind it back to the, the dating advice. So right now, um, like, what do you give suggestions to, like, women who are going on dates right now? Because, you know, they got the social media apps now. They got Bumble. They got Tinder. They got, I don't know. I only know, like, some of the names because I hear them. But, like, it's not like this app now where people just put on this fake persona. Once again, back to these fake personas. They put on a profile picture. They put in a, you know, cute little caption bio, whatever. And then, you know, swipe, swipe, swipe. Swipe or no swiping. So I I really can't give David dating advice. Yeah, I've been married too long. I don't remember not being married. Yeah, that's true. I think yeah, you probably been married longer than you've been single. Oh, absolutely! Wow, that's crazy. I, we, we've been together almost thirty years. Yeah. So this, I, like, what steps do you take? I'm like, what what, what, am, I, what am I gonna do? Yeah, that's true. I can't give you advice on All right, we what, try. what what's today's tips. But if my right, my how about opinion, guy, how about this, Frankie? Since we can't give dating advice because we're both married, how about this? What do you think the five things guys look for in a woman the most? The five things from a guy point of view. At what age? Um, any age. Like it's the five most crucial things. <clears throat> I mean, like, but I said the five most crucial things, and I'm not just talking about body parts, Frankie. I'm talking about like five <laughs> things: head, that... shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> knees and toes. <laughs> knees and toes. Um, I'm just talking about like the like the five things. Like, all right, I'll ask you first. I'll ask you first. Obviously, I think every guy, I think the number one thing, because guys are such shallow creatures, um, I think the number one thing is attractiveness. Like, I think guys... There has to be an appeal. There has to be an appeal. There has to be a reason why the guy's shooting a shot, right? Um, Two, I would say they have to have, like, similar life goals. 
That's the reason why. Like, if he sees a girl, whether you even in your 20s, if you see a girl and she's like, oh, man, she's in college. Oh, she's doing a thing. She's da-da-da-da. She's on her way up. She's doing a thing. I'm doing my thing. Maybe we could kind of partner up and do our thing together. You know? I think that, that's there, number there's, two. But there's... That's been going on for hundreds of years. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it very simple. Keeping that's, it very simple. That's been going on for hundreds. I just think of years. I'm, I'm giving you my top five, Frankie. Okay. And the third one, obviously, now you're not going to get this from dating because everybody's being fake. But I would, I would think you want a, a trustworthy person. You yeah. want somebody. And how do you define somebody who's a trustworthy person? Like, if you're dating them, like, what are some of the characteristics? Like, what would be your red flag? Uh, constantly on your phone. Ooh. So if I'm taking you out to dinner and you're too busy on your phone, yeah. Obviously, you don't want to be with me. Dang. And that's the way I'm, I'm going on based that's off good. of today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or based yeah. off of today. Yeah, that's a good shot. That's a good shot. You know, my wife and I will go out to dinner. We're on our phones, but guess what? We're actually like, yeah. I'm. Yo, that's funny. Let me send this to my wife because I can't. Yeah, yeah. And I'll send or, it to her, we'll but like, she's, she's right there. We'll be like, oh, did you know this was on sale? Yeah. And we are looking at it together. <laughs> yeah. But no. So if the person's on their phone, date date one. Yeah. Date two. Yeah. Date three. Always on the there's phone. There's no date four. Dang. I feel, I'm surprised you made the, the three. I'm like, yo, dang. Yo. No, because, you know. You, know, you give them a benefit of doubt. Benefit the of the doubt. You know. she, they nervous. You yeah. nervous, boo-boo. She's telling her friends, like, it's okay. I'm safe. Oh, it's, you know, like, oh, my God. He's, he's such a, you know, he's such he's a, a nerd. Blah, 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 blah. He's such a nerd, but he could be all right. But that happened at the first, in the beginning hour, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, but then yeah. all of a sudden, you guys are having drinks. You guys are relaxed. And everybody's like. She texts again. Hey, this yeah. is not bad. Maybe I'll give him another shot. I can get that part. Okay, okay. So now date two comes by. Uh huh. You know, you guys are are nervous again, and all of a sudden, you know, like the the texting starts going on yeah. again. Um, as as the other person, I'm like, yep. So, who are you texting? I'll ask. Yeah. And he turned around and says to me, "Oh, I'm texting my texting my yeah. girlfriend." I said, "All right, well, all right, I hope that's quick because you know." I want to. I want to get to know more of you. I don't. Yeah, need, yeah. You already know who she is. Exactly. You know that's. This is the way I'm no, thinking. No, bro. I think you hit as, the nail on the head. That's a good as one. a guy because I'm like, well, I paid for the first one. I'm paying for this one. There's no strings attached, but obviously we, you know, we want to get to know each other. Check but this you're out. tuning out. You know, my red flag is if she's on the phone, it's her ex boyfriend. <laughs> well, you're never gonna know unless he has his picture on there, and you know you can see her her picture. Well, when I see like ex, well, say something like "Don't answer," and she's picking it up. Yeah. Well, no. If her, if her, if her phone, listen. And I've seen this. I've seen this plenty of times. If, if the phone rings during the course of the relationship, yeah. of, the, of the dinner when you're out, yeah. half hour later, she's leaving. Oh yeah, yeah. Because she already got the phone call, and she's gonna tell you, "Oh, nothing's going on." Blah blah uh-huh. blah blah. And then she's gonna get a text half hour later, uh-huh. and she's gonna be like, "I gotta go. I gotta go." Yeah. Just wave. Because he's at her house. Yeah. Just, just, like, Yo, just take care wave. Of yourself. I hope you make it out okay. Okay. Bye. And don't and listen. You might as well delete the phone number because she ain't calling. <laughs> you're done. You're done. All right, so all right, my number four. Um, you know what I find attractive? I think most guys find this attractive. Guys like looking at girls that could do things that they can't. So like, if you see a girl that could sing, you find that attractive because you can't sing. If I see a girl that could really dance, I'm gonna find that attractive because I can, you know, yeah. I'm an okay dancer. But she could dance better. Or if you see, I always, or if you see a girl who could budget really well, <laughs> she has her finances all together. You're like, dang, she's really good with her money. I find that attractive. Yeah. <laughs> I think guys go for, I think that is a fourth thing that guys look for. And last but not least, I want to say, um, you know, I think a girl that, that likes you, who's genuinely interested in you, despite all your insecurities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if a girl's like, you find me funny, even though I'm not the best looking dude in the, in the, in the spot, and you like, man, and you still hang out with me, I'm like, yo, you like me, you dig me. And that's attractive. Yeah, he's, so. he's he's calling Jared. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. calling Jared. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my top five things. Like you know, 
that a, I think guys look for. Yeah. Uh, when they're checking out a girl. But I don't know. I don't really have a lot of dating advice other than uh, I think a lot of guys, they just don't know how to have a conversation. It's similar to the girls. Like you said, like some girls, they stay on their phone all the time. I think a lot of guys, they just don't know how to hold a conversation with a woman and keep them interested. But there are guys out there now that they feel like they're good, right? Yeah. They're like, yo, I'm oh, I'm this, I'm that. I got this. I got a $150,000 card. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, oh, they blah, all blah. flash. No right, substance. Right. And then... They meet a girl, pretty girl, right? They're, they're hanging out with her. Uh-huh. And they're at a, say for at a sports bar. And he's like, oh, look, the Green Bay Packers, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's, that, that, that formation is this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. she corrects you. She goes, no, they're in a quarter. Oh, yeah. They're in the dime formation. Okay. What are you they're, about? They're, and, doing, they're about the blitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, you know, the, the yeah. two corners are coming up. See, and the guy will find that attractive. And, she knows something I don't. Or, <laughs> or he yeah. finds it like intimidating. intimidating. And now he's like. The one thing that I had as a strength, she yeah. just took it away from me. Yeah. I know a girl yeah. who talks about sports better than ESPN. Oh, man. Hands down better than yeah. ESPN. She can so, see the play before it happens. She like the what? girl Tony she, Romo. Yo, she can break it down to you like you would not believe. <laughs> and guys find that yeah, like like threatening to them. A girl that makes mad money. Yeah, because still what guys, is up with guys like that. Because guys still feel like they have to be head of household. They, yo, they bro, have let to me be tell like you something, mind. man. I'm okay with yo. You got it. Okay, Listen, good. Let me tell you something. For Oprah, <laughs> told me she what's wanted to talk to me. It's like, baby, you don't have to work. Let me tell you something. <laughs> what's what's her boyfriend's name? Uh, Stedman. Oh, Stedman, he's, he's, Stedman is the man right now. <laughs> everybody should go find out what Stedman's you know, doing find and Stedman. repeat it. Yes, <laughs> fellas, go go be a Stedman. Go yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. That's the only way I think. I mean, like, yeah, man. You know what kills me? Women always saying how they want Sierra's prayer because you know Sierra, she was with the rapper Future, and then they broke up, and then she got with Russell Wilson. And after she broke up with Future, she, they, you know, she said this prayer, or whatever. She went celibate, and she got Russell Wilson, who was like dream daddy, like he's like dream husband. He takes care of her kid. He had a kid. He's always talking about how much he cherishes her. And I, you know, I saw Little Duvall. He put a tweet out. Little Duvall said, "Newsflash." It's a lot of Russell Wilsons out here. Y'all just ignoring them because they're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, true. Yo, it's true. That it's is a, true. Yo, let me tell you something. When my wife found me, I was, I was a single dad. I was broke. I had probably four maxed out credit cards that I was paying the minimum balance on. I had a, a putt-putt car. And I was making like, what, maybe 35 grand a year? I don't know. I was going through a tough period. And uh, she still saw past all that to still try to talk to me. And I think a lot of women wouldn't give a guy like that the benefit of the doubt because they're like, ooh, I'm not trying to be somebody's step stepmother. I'm not trying to be, uh, I don't want the baby mama drama. I that's, don't want that's this. That's a hard role to get into. Yo, it, and I, don't get me wrong. It's not, but what relationship is easy? No, I, think no, everybody I, no, I thinks, get it. I think everybody thinks that Prince Charming is supposed to be like this dream guy who's supposed to fit all these requirements and all these check marks. And they and they pass up on all these great guys. And right. the thing is, the Prince Charming who you have fabricated in your mind that you believe exists doesn't. Or if he does, he's not interested in you. Or or the <laughs> Prince Charming played you dirty and left you. Yeah. Or he's gonna take <laughs> advantage of you. Like because if you think the guy that you imagine in your mind is settling for you, then you got another thing coming because that that guy is probably being approached by Countless other women who think that he's Mr. Right as well. But I'm, what I'm, what the moral story I'm trying to say is that I think a lot of women sometimes look over a lot of different guys. And, and I get it. Women don't want a project. 
I mean, who wants a project? Who wants a person that they got to like, oh, I got to teach him etiquette. I got to teach him how to be. And I'm not saying go go he's, to Newark and find. He's cutting a steak with a spoon. <laughs> what is he doing? Uh, his pants are all the way down to his knees. Where's his belt? <laughs> where's his belt? I'm not saying you got to get a fixer upper like that. But what I am saying is give the guy who's working maybe at UPS or the guy that's hustling and you see his work ethic and you see that he's a good guy, he respects his family, he comes from a good family, I say give him a shot instead of going for the guy with all the flash, with all the jewelry, with all the, the fancy cars and all this stuff who got all this flash and no substance. There's an expense to all that stuff. That's, there is. And and that's not cheap. Yeah. So, and I do remember this conversation because I had it with my father-in-law and I uh-huh. said to him, listen, man, I don't know whether I'm going to be rich or not. Yeah. But I can guarantee you one thing. Uh-huh. She'll always have a roof over her head and she'll have food on the table. Oh, guaranteed. Body day. So there's nothing else I can promise you yeah. but those two things. Nice. And th- you can't argue that. You can't. You can't. So you're going to argue, you're going to say, okay, so I don't want you to put a roof over her head. I don't yeah. want you to prove. I mean, how do you, you know? argue that? To me, that's more important because that's showing the appreciation you have for the person you got, you got yeah, to marry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 27 years. Still a roof. Yeah, man. Hit that applause button again, man. If I had a bomb like Funk Flex, I'd drop it right now, man. That's that's a hell of a twenty seven years is huge, man. That's huge, man. Yeah. No, man, I I think yo, uh so Frankie, now that I think about it, like, have you ever had your heart broken? Because you've been with Karen so long, like I mean, have you had your heart broken before? You got married? Yeah? Yeah. What was that like? Horrible. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, it was, it was great. I, no. had a, I had a great time no. with it. Oh, my God. We went skiing. We went, No, it was horrible. You wanna, you wanna, you, well, do you remember how old you were when it happened? <laughs> I know that's the reason why I went to go live in Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. Oh, man. We, we uncovered so much. Yeah, and uh, we can't get into that full all conversation right, all right. today. All right, because, we won't. But, um, yeah, it was, it was horrible. Yeah, man. But I, I, I learned what not to look for and what to look for. I think I think women deal with heartbreak a little bit better than guys. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm. I'm I was a. I was a mess. So let me tell you. I, so, I, no, I, I'll get votable. Okay. No. So I'm. All not, right, I'm going to ask you a question now. Uh, all right. All right. You, you don't want to hear about my. Uh, no. No. We're going to hear you. But no. You, you've was, been. You've been throwing so much I at have. me, and I'm like, I'm like over here turning beat red. I'm listen, trying to man, stretch, I'm and I'm stuck listen, here. You don't want to hear how I was crying like Anita Baker. <laughs> Operator, <laughs> is my baby home tonight? <laughs> But just the other night, we had a whole of our fun. <laughs> I can't even ask my question now. All right, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I can't even ask my question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, this girl had me all messed up, man. I bought her Tim's and everything. <laughs> you know, I bought her Tim's and she took the boots and walked right out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> She said, oh, these, these boots, boots are oh, made, made for walking. walking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Frankie, stop laughing at my heartbreak. <laughs> so you're like, this the one, this the one. Oh, and th- yeah, oh, this dude. the one that's leaving with my money. Yo, I, never, <laughs> yo, I, I freaking went to my boy's house. i never forget. Shout out to Flips. I went to his house after it happened. <laughs> and I was like, bro, man, well, she don't want me. <laughs> yo, I was crying on his porch. <laughs> Yeah, that was the only time. Yo, but you know what? It's, it's funny, though. A thing about heartbreak. Once you get hurt, um, you almost, it's, it's amazing. It's like the scar tissue around it. You'll never get hurt like that again. No, you don't. You always keep your guard up. You always, no matter how much yeah, you fall deeply into some, 
in love with someone, you'll always have this part of you that feels like um, I will never be that naive again. And no. um, that happened to me. Like, I think I think there's like I can love with my whole heart. And I still think that um, there's a part of me that would just be like, I would never uh, allow myself to fall that low again. Because it's like yeah. you once you get your heart broken, a bunch of insecurities happen. You don't know who you are as a person. You don't know because, you know, all you're left with is like, why wasn't I good enough for this person? Or why did this person leave me? Or what, what what did I do that was wrong? Or you're trying to like piece it together, especially if you get no closure. If the person just walked out on you and it's like, and I had nothing. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> now it's, who am I? <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's tough because, you know, you, you can't always express yourself to people because they're not going to get it because they're yeah. not in the same situation you're exactly. in. Exactly. But you take you take that as a learning curve and you keep it with you every day of your every life. Every day, bro. It's just, it's so, a scar that never leaves. But it becomes a, it becomes a scar that <clears throat> you as a person use it whether you meet a new male or a female in your life. Yeah, that guard is there because you're like I'm not getting hurt by either way. Oh no, not, you know, as a friend. Yeah. Or as somebody that I want to be with, with a guy or a girl, you know? And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not talking about sexual preference. I'm actually mm-hmm. t- I'm talking about having a friend. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, you definitely. have to now build trust. Yeah. I mean, like, everybody Everybody's I know, I'm telling it. you right now, I don't trust you from day one. You yeah. have to earn it. You got to earn If you can't earn it, I don't want you in my life. Now, here's, here's the crazy thing. It could take them six months to uh-huh. earn it. Yeah. And take them five seconds to lose it. Yeah, man. I have no problem telling somebody there's the door. Yeah, man. Trust is the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing to build and the easiest to lose. Yep. It's we like, we have rules in my house. Yeah. So just just a, <clears throat> rule number one. I'm old school. Yeah. So is my wife. Uh-huh. No guy comes into my house unless I'm home. Oh, I love that rule. So what happened if you need something fixed, Frankie? Um, you call me. Uh-huh. I make the arrangements to be here when the guy comes. I like it. So what if you like yeah, out of state, Frankie. And like uh, she has a brother. There's no heat in the house. She has her brother. Okay. Her brother can be here. Cool. All right, cool, cool, cool. You as long as they're a trustworthy as, male as trust- presence. Trustworthy, which is like immediate family, like yeah, her yeah, uncle, yeah, yeah. Got her it. brother, Got it. her father. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Perfect. Okay. That's cool. No man walks into this house unless now if I'm in my house, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to the store. And you're like, no, I'm just gonna chill here. Yeah, today's your last day. Yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> today's your last day chilling here. Yeah. No, you're leaving with me. You should know. And it has nothing to do with, and people will be like, oh, you don't trust her? I said, no, I don't, no, no, I don't no, trust no, no, her. No, 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 There's not a person I trust yeah. outside of my relationship. Yeah. Because the minute you tell them you're staying in my house, now you're breaking my trust because you know the rules. Yeah. You I already know. You. you know me well enough. I told you already. Yeah, 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 yeah. If I go out, you go out. You, now you tell me you're going to chill in my house? Yeah. No, you broke that, the rule. But, you got to go. But why would you want to do that? Because you're, you're like, they're, you're like, the guy, you should know I'm I'm Frankie's guest. Like, when he goes, I go. I can't just sit here and be like, yeah, Frankie, I'll be here when you get back. That's not going to happen. <laughs> now, if I have to go out and that person's here with their wife or, you know, they're here yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. with their mother. I and, still would go. Like, and, and, I, and, you know, like, not, I'm going to say mother because I, I still make the person go yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But if they're here with their wife and I have to step out for a minute, yeah, yeah. that's okay. You're here with your wife. You're not, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. spending time in my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without yeah. me being here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. No, that's that that's the rule. No, that makes perfect sense. Like, I haven't... So, I'm going to tell you a crazy rule. So, I'm going to step away from this for a little bit, right? Okay. So, when I had people come over, I had a rule. If I liked you, I served good booze. Okay. 
So booze, you know, you, yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's like the, the the name brand stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you the, break out the nice, the, the Corona, the Hennessy, you, you know. The top, yeah. like, if I don't like you, oh. you're getting coarse light. You getting natty light. <laughs> you're, getting, <laughs> you're getting coarse light, and you're getting like the nasty booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had one friend one day came out. Yeah, we were at we were we were together, and at at uh, I think we were at my brother's house, and he he my brother drinks coarse light. Mm. So he goes, yo. Does this mean the same thing as it means in your house? <laughs> I said no. He actually likes Coors Light. I can't yeah, yeah, stand yeah, yeah. it. But but yeah, that's the rule. You know, it's just like to me, it's just like yeah. if I don't want you here, you're not gonna come in. If you yeah. are, you're getting the cheap shit. Oh man, you, I'm not gonna make it comfortable. <laughs> oh no, you're definitely not gonna make it. I'm not. Oh man, nah, there's no way. Well, Frankie, don't let me in the door. <laughs> oh man, oh man, that spun me around. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bring them now. You can ask whatever I mean, question. I mean, Frankie, should I let you go? Because I feel like I've been, I, I have been shooting at you, Frankie. I've been, I, I, I mean, I got excited with your anniversary and it tied me into all these other things and I just kept shooting. But anyway, um, cool thing I want to touch on is uh, the holidays are approaching. Okay. Thanksgiving is coming up, brother. Yeah. And uh, how do you feel about family gatherings? I know we let, you know, episode three, please check it out. Summer barbecues and cheating. We had a great episode. where We talked about that whole experience about having family over and kicking it. By the way, Apple's not playing episode three um, because of music. We played a ton of music in that episode. So if you want to hear episode three and you haven't heard it yet, check it on Spotify. And and just so you know that the episode is actually an hour and a half, even though it comes up as two hours and something. Yeah, it's not two hours. It's because they actually took all the tracks that we played and put them behind it. Oh, wow. So we have... Our episode, Are you kidding me? And they, every single song that we played is on there. That's one. Well, you're gonna have a playlist at the end of that episode, which, which is fine. Which I is mean, fine. You get I to mean, jam like, out to all the they, soundtrack to that episode. They, they get to hear "Welcome Back, Carter." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So I just want to kind of like touch on you know holidays coming up. Are you cooking? You making this turkey? I think we're cooking. Nice. We it, for us, it's very small. It's yeah. ne- it's it's never well, a lot of people because you know we we're here and. Yeah. We don't. It's usually like my in-laws that come over and stuff like yeah. that. But it's very. It's you getting a leg? Small. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, you have no idea how many calls I got about that. I got like, really? You still? Yeah. Till today, still the oh, same thing. Man. I don't get the leg. No, I don't like the leg. Nah, man. I'm looking forward to the holidays. I mean, Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, despite its uh, correlation with the history that it, that's behind it. Um, it is my favorite holiday of the year. It's the one time of year that you don't need to bring anything other than food and an appetite. And uh, I just like what it stands for. It's just giving thanks and being grateful for all the things that you have and and remembering all the things you have and just being thankful for the people who are there with you. I just always find it funny that at the time that you're so thankful and grateful for everything that you have, Black Friday hits the next day. Where you oh, yeah. Everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, your TV. Oh, this TV's a piece of crap. I need a new TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a 75-inch. Yeah. Come on, we got to go bigger. <laughs> so my interpretation of Thanksgiving, Uh huh. it's always about the food. And for me, sports. Yeah. I love the entire- the sports. I love it with the family. The family Fellas, and all yeah. that. And I tell people, uh huh. you have blood and you have family. Some, yeah. some blood Ooh, is blood and they're family. Yeah. But then you have some f- some friends that are family because yes. of the time. So it's not always when we talk about family, we're not just talking about your blood. Yeah. We're talking about the people who you have in your life that are considered family to you. Some people that you can trust and they can come exactly. over and you don't have to worry about like bro, having to be that other person. Isn't it amazing how some people are not blood related, but they'll do more for you than people who are blood related? Bro, yeah. it, it, it's a deep. Uh, 
that. I mean, I know you you can't choose your family, man. No, you can't. But you can no, you can't choose your blood, but you can choose your family. Yeah. Ooh, that's what I meant to say. That's what I was trying yeah. to and, put the line. And in. Yeah. And, and I'm good. Like my siblings, I don't have a problem with them or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Right no, now, no, no, know, no, no, no. They're good. Actually, love. I was I was Pat. I you know I, you know I was I visited Patterson yesterday. I got to tell you that story about Patterson. Oh my God. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with my family. It has to do with my car. But um, so you know, and I, everything's fine. But you know, besides them, Mike, which is my actual blood, I have people that are actually family to me. Yeah. Who you know, regardless of whatever, we've known each other for so long, and you're a brother to me, you're a sister to me. Yeah. And nobody can take offense to it because yeah. they it, do the same thing. Yeah. You know, they have people that they consider siblings to them, and that are that they've known thirty five years. Yeah. I don't care what people say. You know, if you don't like it, you know that, that I'm fine with you not not talking to me. Exactly. That's your choice. Yeah, yeah, that's on you. But I'm not giving up a good friendship that's a yeah. family member because I know when I pick up the phone, who's they're there? They're there every time. Yeah, I had. Let me tell you, when good people are hard to find, man. Yeah, and when you got good people in your life, man, you you, you hold on to them things like because it, 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 they definitely the, the the bad definitely outnumbers the good. Yeah, and, no, uh, and unfortunately. It, yeah, and and it's always a hand. It's a handful of people. There's not. I'm not yeah. talking about. There's 500 of these people. Yeah. There's a handful of people that I can actually pick up the phone right now and go. I need your help. Yeah. Is I, it like the movie The Town? No, <laughs> like no. when he's like he says, "Listen, we're about to go somewhere. We're about to hurt a lot of people, exactly. and I need you to not ask any questions." And he's like, "My car or yours?" <laughs> yeah. It's, and and that's that's basically it because those are the people that you know that. You don't have to worry about whether you're blood or not. Yeah. No, I definitely uh, dig it, man. So, I, I, not, not to cut you off, so I'm just going to talk about this. Yesterday, I went to Patterson to get a haircut, right? Yeah. So, I go. I'm on people from Patterson. You know where I, I'm on Madison Avenue and 21st Avenue. That's where I uh-huh. park my car. My barber's right there. So, I go get my haircut. So, I go back to my car and I see a flyer. Uh huh. And I'm looking at this going, hmm, what's this flyer? I mean, like, so I pull it out. It says, we buy junk cars. Okay. So I look at I it. I see those things all the time. Right. You see them all the time, right? Yeah. So I look at it, and I'm like, let me see if any other car has this. There wasn't a car on that street oh, but mine. <laughs> but mine. It says, we buy junk cars. Oh, man. Call Andrew. Andrew, it might look like junk to you, <laughs> but it gets me from point Listen, A to point one B. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Don't no. you dare disrespect my car. <laughs> I'm wondering if he was staring at me when I grabbed the flyer because I was like, are you kidding me? He was like, oh. Look at this potential client parking. Yeah. I mean, like, granted, it's, listen, it's it's a beat up car, but it's mine. Yeah, it was. said, it said, we buy junk cars. I'm the only car in that entire block. You're the only one that got that car. I'm the only your, one. Or your windshield. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you gotta be kidding me. But my car works. Your car is fine. <laughs> Yo. Yo, my feelings were hurt. Yeah. <laughs> my feelings were hurt. I'm like, this guy called my car junk. Dang, man. Okay, so my windows don't open. Okay. All right, so. The warning sign's on. How many people got windows that work? A lot of Not me. <laughs> but it's my car. How dare you call it junk? Bro, I never forget my boy used to have this car. Oh, it was his first car. It was a BMW, though. And his car, it was no power, nothing, though. It was an old <laughs> BMW. And the windows would get stuck, everything. And let me tell you, so he had a uh, sort of a moonroof, but you had to crank it. You had to, like, spin it and spin it and crank it, and it would get jammed all the time. And we would all crack jokes, but he would just be like, yo, 
but it's a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. You can call my junk a piece of crap, but this is a BMW, baby. Yep. That junk, we whipped that thing, man. My, my buddy had a car. He said, like, it was old. It was a, it was, oh my God, it was a Chevette. Beat up yeah. car. And I'm like, yo, this is hot in this thing. You don't have, you don't have AC? He goes, I got a 255. <laughs> I go, what the hell is a 255? It goes, two windows open with going 55 miles an hour. <laughs> so I was like, well, then crank the windows open because it's hot as mother up Get in this that truck. hot air outside. Yo, I was dying. I lost more weight in that in, in that, that day that I was in his car than I did any other time. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, when he got rid of that car, I was so happy. Oh, man. Like, thank God for AC. Thank God oh, for technology. Yeah. Yo, do you remember the back in the day when you used to uh, have the tape deck that you would put into the... Uh, to the tape slot and you would connect it to your CD player <laughs> so that you could play CDs. Yeah. Oh man, those are the good old days, man. I had was, I had uh you're bad uh, as hell when you get a scratch on your CD. I had, <laughs> I had a tape deck. I had a tape deck. It was made by Clarion. Oh man. That you put the tape in and then when it finished one side, it used to flip it. Oh and you used no. to see it come out. And I was like, yo, I'm the man. He was like, yo, look at that, yo. Yeah. State yeah. of the art. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, right now my kids are like, oh, I have like five thousand songs on my, know, like, my phone. Yeah, I have like eight songs on there. Like to Run DMC. Like, why do you even download? You could just stream. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Oh man, the I break it down. Days. I'm gonna toss it to you, man. <laughs> you gotta toss it to me now. I'm gonna toss it to you, man. So <laughs> you ever? Hmm. Uh oh, here we go. Oh boy, you ever sitting at home? Uh huh. <laughs> and you're like, your wife's on the phone and she's uh, talking about. I can't believe it. She got divorced. Oh, okay. Right. Gossip's and, happening. Yeah, she's she's like, I, she got divorced. Uh-huh. And you see Janet? Can you believe that Janet is ironing clothes for her kids now? Her grown kids, she's ironing clothes. And you're like all up in the business. Yeah, I'm in the sauce. I'm in the sauce. You're listening because you're like, oh my God. I love, yo, let me tell you something. Women conversations are the bomb. I, I be getting all the tea on the right? side. So you're like, oh my god, I'm I can't like, wait for her to hang up so I could talk I know. to her. That is scandalous. Chick. So I, and you're like, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, I got so many questions to ask. I mean, like, what's the big deal if, if Janet's ironing her I kids' know. clothes? I mean, like, it's a kid. I mean, she could do it. I mean, yeah, you try to play devil's advocate just so you keep the conversation, and she yeah. tells you more. <laughs> yeah. So so you so so you so you're like you're like okay. So and then now they're going back to the girl who's getting a divorce because now she's dating she's dating a guy. Uh huh. But now she's gonna she's still married. And I'm like, damn, what kind of shady friends do you have? Yeah. And they're talking about, and then, I, boom, they hang up the phone. Uh-huh. So I'm like, what's up? What happened? She's like, what? Why? Yo. Why? Who, who's the girl? Why yeah, were you yeah. mad at Janet? Yeah. And she tells us, oh, no, that's a t- TV show we talk about. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yo, bro, women be getting into dialogues about yo, yo, yo. So I'm over here thinking she's talking about her friends and all this, and they're talking about reality TV. Fam, let me just ask women something. I really want to know. Women sit around and watch The Bachelor, but they got a problem with a guy dating multiple women at the same time. I'm really confused. <laughs> you can't say I can't stand a man that sleeps around and messes with all these women at the same time, and then watch The Bachelor. No, you can't do that. And then get mad like, I can't believe he didn't pick Katie. Yeah. It's like, but now they're talking to each other like they know the Yeah, they, like, like they, they know, know these people. Them. This is ridiculous. And, and, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, so. And they do this with all shows. So then I'm like, okay, so I got a question. Who's Janet? Yeah. 
Oh, Janet Jackson. We saw her video. Ironing her. <laughs> and I'm like, you're talking about Janet Jackson? I'm like, come on, for real? Oh, I'm like, man. I thought it was just real gossip. This ain't no gossip. Man, I can't say that. But I do, like, I do love women gossip when it gets real, though. When they're not talking about that reality TV, oh, man, I be ear hustling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I give the elbow. You're like, yo, you better tell me. But, later. you know, as a, as a man, though, you can't act like you're interested. No, you got to You got to make it seem like you, like, it's like you passive. You just got to be like... Oh boy, there you go again talking to your girls, yo. What they talk about? Like that's how you gotta come across. And then they'll be like, "Oh well, you know, just nothing. Like such as Kelly's going through such and such." And you'd be like, "Oh word, yo, did she ever get that thing done?" And then she'll just start telling you everything. And then you know it's like a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but you know what's worse? What's that? A guy who lo- who loves himself too much. A guy who loves who the conceited guy. The conceited guy. Do you oh, have man. any friends that? Always looking at the mirror, telling you how thin he is, or how how Listen, how, how, how much how many pushups he can do now. Look, shows, sends you videos of him jumping rope. Listen, I have a friend. <laughs> I have a friend, and he's a listener. I don't want to. I'm not gonna put him on blast. But let me just say, I just hung out with him today, and he's the type that every time we go to hang out, he got to get a shape up. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope you guys hang out once a week, bro. He gets his shape up before we go anywhere, bro. Like we could go out to breakfast, and he'd be like, "Yo, what time?" All right, yo, I just got to get a, get a quick lineup real quick. I'm like, for what? <laughs> I said, I swear, I think this guy just likes to get clean just so he could. Never mind. <laughs> yo, my, and I'm not giving the name, but one of my boys, he's one. You know, he's he's into fitness. Yeah, okay. loves riding his bike and all this and all this. Loves it all stuff. So every so often, he sends a picture of him like jumping a video of him jumping rope. He sends you pictures of him <laughs> jumping rope, or or he shows us his muscles, and I'm like, oh yo, dude, God. for real. How much do you love yourself? And we start cracking up because yeah. we're friends. And we're yeah, like, yeah. dude, you look like crap. I know. You got to poke fun, bro. Still, you you got to humble him, bro. You, you look fat. You got to humble him. Yo, like, you got to be like, yo, did you put on weight? Bro, but his comebacks are sick, bro. Yeah? Sick. He's one of the guys I sent, I sent you the messages on. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I yeah. got to come check you guys out. But, yo, he sends us these things and I just die laughing because, I'm, because I wish I had that comfort that I could look in the mirror and be like, damn. You know what's so funny? But he he does it. He does. He's proud of it, and he shares it with us. You know what? Honestly, props to them, yo. Because I'm gonna tell you something. Like as people, like I know with me, and I know a few of my friends, they go to the gym, they die hard, and when we look in the mirror, we have a total different outlook. It's like we see only the flaws. It's like body dysmorphia. (laughs) We literally look in the mirror and be like, "Dang, I gotta get, I gotta improve this. I gotta improve this." Like we become mad self conscious, and then you get the other guys who have. Nowhere near <laughs> the athleticism or the, the shape that you're in. And they got more confidence than 10 of me. And they, they, they hit the beach like strutting. They got it out. They, they yo, yeah. I wish I had that confidence, man. These, these guys are That's no the joke. guy at the gym that tells you, uh, you're lifting wrong. Yeah, that's that guy. Yeah, that's the guy that comes up to me like, hey, man, you might want to check your form, man. You know, you, you're not getting real low enough. And I'm like, damn. I don't, I don't get, I mean, like, God bless those people that can actually I mean, be like that. I can't. Yeah, I'm like so insecure about. I'm like, I, yeah, I can wear a large. I have to wear a double X. I'm, yeah. I'm that. I'm that guy. Yeah, and I've always and I've always been. I've just f- always felt like insecure you like about comfort. that. You I like, like comfort. I don't. I don't need to be showing anything because first of all, yeah. eh, you know the yeah, you, D you, end to that. But um, it's just not something that I've. Been, you know, Frankie, but there are people out there. Frankie, I saw you stretching last week, getting ready for this weekend, for this anniversary weekend. <laughs> Frankie was out there running laps. I was like, man, what are you doing, Karen? She was like, it looks like high knees. He's getting ready for this weekend. Yeah. Frankie yeah. was stretching. Yeah, I stretched like six <laughs> times. I passed out. 
I said, dang, boy. I said, Frankie, mad agile. (laughs) (laughs) No, so, you know, it's just like I don't don't have that with that comfort zone like that. Yeah. No, I don't know what he's getting. But personality-wise, like me, for that, I don't. For work? Yeah. If I had that character, like that confidence that people have in the gym like of themselves yeah like like i had that at work yeah like i'm 100 percent. oh you the man at work oh i work you like oh you want to talk it me you try to talk coding bro don't 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 challenge me at work because i'm gonna put you on the spot bro you try to talk pcs and viruses what you want to talk firewalls (laughs) so so the frankie talking trash about computer stuff is hilarious yo not only the computer stuff but i I know like yo what corporate it yo what browser you using Yo, yo, you did you, yo, did you clear the cash and the cookies? <laughs> yo, no, it's a, it gets a lot deeper than that. But yeah, very similar. But I not have it with that. But then I walk out of there and they're like, yeah, but, you know, oh, man. but, but you're out of shape. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, yo, you know what? You got this round. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so. Yo, but you don't want to see me in the, in the, but, in the meta world. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to so, see me in the meta so, world. So then I turn around and go, yeah, but I've been married for 27 years and you're still single. Ooh, <laughs> mic drop. Yeah. That's when you drop the bomb. Goodbye. Dang, man. Yeah. I still can't get over that, man. 27 years, man. That's that's a big number, bro. And she still likes me. Yeah, man. And you guys are great. You guys are awesome, man. God bless you both, man. She likes me a little bit. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That's crazy, though. Yo, Frankie, let me ask you something. Because I know a while ago we were talking about um, YouTube University and how people always reading books and stuff. Like, I, every year, because, you know, we're approaching a new year. And every year I always tell myself, like, man, I want to read more books. Like, I keep telling myself, because I keep thinking that people who read a lot of books are much smarter than me. And I keep saying, all right, I want to, like, try to do this. Like, I, I think Obama reads, like, 100 books a year or something like that. I don't know what it is. But anyway. He, he does read a lot. He says. They read a lot insane. of books. And I'm not a good reader. I'm I, well, All right, let me take that back. I'm a good reader, but it takes a lot of effort for me to finish a book. I get bored. Nah, not I'm, I'm definitely a visual guy. Like, I could watch 100 movies. <laughs> you give me 100 movies, I kill them, Jugs. <laughs> yeah. But a book, it it, uh, it puts me to sleep. Even a good book. Like, I've read some good books. As a matter of fact, what is your favorite book, Frankie? What's the best book you've ever read? Give me a reading recommendation. Pray, Mike, Michael Crichton. Pray, what is it about? <laughs> Nanotechnology. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, God. It's oh, about that's going to put me to sleep. <laughs> no, again, I'm, I'm one of those guys. That yeah. I, I love that type of stuff. But it's just how they make these these, these micro like bugs and they, they take over the world. And it's it's a really good book. And I mean, it's like called my, Prey? It's called Prey, P-R-E-Y. Are we the prey of the nanobites? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. And if um, <laughs> all those people in this world right now that are like against the vaccines, they're going to be like, read that book. Oh, that's, that's, that's <laughs> going to be the book. That, book. That, that book is foreseeing it. Yeah. Oh, great. It says it all in there. Michael Crichton said This it. guy was way ahead of his time, yeah. bro. He, he knows does. about the nanobites and they're putting in, in the vaccines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but that's that's one of my favorite. Um, okay. I like the Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci oh, Code the Da Vinci Code. All right. The movie's okay. Good. Yeah, the movie's okay. But to me, like, I still haven't read that one book. What, that, The Alchemist? Did you read that? No. That is a very... I'm surprised you didn't read the book. The, it's a Spanish author. I think his name is Pablo... Oh, God. I'm having a brain fart. Um. Anyway... All the presidents read it. It's like a really popular yeah. book, The Alchemist. Uh, that was a great book. I wouldn't say it's my favorite book, but it's up there. In fact, I, it inspired me uh, uh, of a few different things. But my favorite book, surprisingly, 
Um, I've read this book at least three or four times. Um, the book is called Conversations with God. And it's not a religious book. Because I know as soon as you hear that, you're like, what? But no, it's my favorite book because it was the first book to open my mind outside of, uh, of religion. It's more of a spirituality book. And basically the book is, uh, is the concept is a man, he's going through a very dark time. He's going through a very depressed time. He's like, he's struggling, you know, financially, mentally, and whatever it might be. And uh, he's been praying. He's like, God doesn't talk to me in my prayers. Like, so he says, I decided to write God a letter. So what happens is he sits down <clears throat> and he begins to write God a letter. And this is his own like sort of testimony, I guess. And as he's writing the letter, he begins to ask God questions. And after he writes the question, he pauses. And it's almost as if God is speaking through his subconscious, giving him the answers of what God is saying to him. Okay. And so it's like a, a Q&A with God. And I mean, this guy goes deep. Like he starts off very basic, like, dude, like, who are you? <laughs> what does this all mean? And let me tell you something. I just thought the book was great because it was it was a fascinating take outside of what you grow up. You know, if you grew up in a church or if you read the Bible, if you read Quran, whatever you might have read growing up, when you read this book, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The first few chapters, you're kind of like, what? Because he's like, I am the he, I am the who, the what, and the where all at once. I am the past, present, and future all at once. Like, you're trying to like, it's hard to wrap your mind around when you're first reading it. But as you progress through the book and he starts getting into more tangible questions, like, why do you let these things happen in the world? Like, why do these tragedies happen? Why do da, 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 da? And they start having this sort of uh, dialogue back and forth. It is very captivating. I read uh, that book a few times, man, just because right. it was just really good. All right. Send me a text later because uh, I'm going to yeah. need that. I'll, I'll, I'll probably get it on Amazon. Yeah, that is a great book. And I don't recommend a lot of books, but that book was like. See, I, but I like stuff like that. Yeah, that you know, it, it just opened my mind up to a different side that I. I don't think my mind ever thought of God in that kind of way. And it was like, it wasn't, and it wasn't like he's like, uh, even his take on religion and how we view religion was totally different. Like he says, you guys, uh, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to no, spoil it. Like, like yeah, so check it out. It, it, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. But I'm going to tell you, to me, I, I, I always find this interesting how people separate every, um, to everything based on religion. Uh -huh. I don't see it that way. I never have. Uh -huh. I always base it on you believe in God Ooh, or you I, don't. I think we stumbled into something. But go ahead, keep going. So I don't, I don't, I don't judge people based on religious, religious background. Mm -hmm. I, I don't because you can change the name of whoever you want. Yeah. If you still believe in God, it's still the if same. If you believe God. in a higher power, a higher that's power, yeah. it, that's who it is. Whatever name you want to give them, that's fine. Yeah, it's so crazy. I didn't intentionally mean to stumble in here, but you you stumble onto a great topic. Um, <clears throat> so I feel pretty much the same thing. I feel like, to be honest with you, I hope I don't offend anybody. I think religion is a practice of a bunch of rituals and traditions set hundreds of years ago. But I think the relationship that you have with your higher being is separate from your religion. Oh, yeah. So you, I don't think you need to be devoted to a particular uh, belief system of, you know, following Islamic belief or Judaism or Christianity to have a relationship with God. I think each of those different religions have sort of principles or they have some sort of uh, maybe like a foundation for you to begin having the conversation yeah. and building that relationship with God. But I think your faith and your your relationship with God is completely separate from the religion itself. Absolutely, one hundred. So I think religion has the practice and the rituals and everything else like that. But I think a lot, and I think a lot of people get so focused on the religion, and I and it's unfortunate because every once in a while religion can be corrupted. So, like, yeah. there's radical Christians, there's radical uh, Muslims, and that's that corruption of the religion. 
because you're focusing on that rather than focusing on what the actual relationship is and right. faith is about. So to me, I look at that and I go, and, and I've had this conversation with plenty of people, and I've built to them. You have people that have their belief uh-huh. as a weapon. Yeah, they weaponize it, yeah. Or a belief. Yeah. And if people that are they use it as a weapon, those are the ones that are going to be like, because the God, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, And God, and this, because, people that use it as a belief, it's like, hey, how you doing? Everything's good? Okay, go. Take yeah, yeah. Because it's a personal thing. Yeah. And my again, I'm going based on me. Yeah, this is this is just our our takes. I, yeah, I feel we're, like we're, somebody, the, we're the two idiots so, that are just talking. Somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, those boys need yeah. prayer." Okay, <laughs> this is we, and I do. I always need prayer. Please yeah. pray for me. <laughs> yeah, we, we we always do. But to me, it's always been like it's a one on one. Yeah, no, you're yeah. born alone. Yeah, you die alone. It's yeah. between you and God. Yeah, man. So I don't I don't think that. Religion is always the one hundred percent that you have to do this exactly like this. Yeah. It's it's the it's the the communication you have with God. Yeah, or, and and again, there are those who dedicate every line of the Bible and they live by. It. I mean, we have nuns, we have priests, and we have other people who you know go by those things. I won't. That's not my place to judge that practice. But there are people who follow it to the T, and if that's their path in life, then by all means, kudos to you. I I personally don't think that is the way but you know we all have our own takes <laughs> i i do my research i I, yeah. I am a research person yeah like i i will open my mouth about something unless i i do the the proper research so if i'm talking about anything religious mm-hmm. regardless of whatever it is so i'll read the bible yeah but then i'll read different versions of the bible yeah and then i'll read the research from this religion and that religion and this yeah. religion and that religion. Because if I go to a specific person, they're going to interpret it based off of their belief. And they're going to say, mm-hmm. this is law. Yeah. No, it doesn't yeah, work yeah, that yeah, way yeah, for yeah. me. To me, yeah, law yeah. is you do the research, you find out yeah. what what makes sense to you. Yeah. And then you have that conversation. There's a very that. powerful scripture that says, seeking ye shall find. Knocking the door will be open. And that's basically in reference to everyone just basically... Uh, Stepping out there and doing your due diligence and understanding what it is you're following and believing, seeking I, you shall find. I t- I, and I don't remember the, yeah. what, exactly where in the Bible, but this Asking is one of shall answer. Yeah, this is this is one of my favorite. Tell me who you're walking with. Yeah, and I'll tell you who you are. Hey, boom, boom, and God, yeah, in his sight, he will walk <laughs> with you. That, <laughs> All right, I should probably not do that because I'm gonna. Get... <laughs> and that, and I, I have that. All right, in my get, me head every day. get me out of here. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. All right, yo, how about this one? I got, I got another topic I want to ask you, Frankie. All right, so there are a lot of people. I get a lot of people who always say, like, "Hey, Rashawn, you know, um, I've been with my job for a while now, and I like the benefits. I like what I'm getting at this job." I want to look for other job opportunities, but, you know, I, I really like the people here. I really like working with these people. Like, how long should I stay loyal to a job before I start looking to start, you know, another company? Because I fear that if I go to another company, what if they get laid off? Or what if I get first to hire, first to fire? You know, all this stuff like that. 
So like, all right, first, let me let you go first. Like, what do you, what do you give somebody with this kind of, what do you feel about people who try to stay loyal to the job? They stay late, they overwork, they do all this stuff. What is your hot take on it? But you, you say you're putting in too many things. No, all right. I'm, so, I'm trying so, to focus uh, on no, the staying loyal. No, because I'm, I'm going yeah. exp- to explain to you. All right, go ahead. Break it down. So you're talk- you say you have a person who's like, oh, you know, I like the job. I like the, I like the people I work with. I yeah. Like, I like blah, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. So you're already convincing yourself to stay. There, yep. Mm-hmm. That's hands down. You're giving yourself every reason to stay yeah because you don't want to go because you don't want to go you're only asking because either you want to know what i'm thinking or you want to know if i'm out there looking for something it's never because you're Mm. giving yourself that answer you're giving yourself that oh but i like the job and all this and all that what do you think is the next question yeah are you happy with your job Oh, I'm 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 ecstatic my job. Okay, well, but, right, but, so, but, you, but you understand what I'm saying? This no, 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 no. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. So they're they're fishing. Yeah, they're fishing. Now, they're looking for suggestions. It's like when parents go to little kids, say, "What do you want to be when they grow up?" Because they're looking for ideas. Yeah. So, so <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that too. No, now the other people that are out there giving all those like late long hours and all this. There's so many different things that goes on with that. A lot of the times they do that. Because they have nothing else to go home to, mm. or they don't want to go home to something that that's going on. Yeah, or they're being paid very well. Yeah, to complete a project, and their work is based off of projects. Mm. Now, then you have the other ones that are doing it because they're just straight up kissing butt, and they just want to move on, and they don't realize those people that are doing that. All they're doing yeah. is losing out on their regular life. That work life balance, yeah, has to be there. You only get one shot. Yeah. With your kids from zero to 18. And, and if that's you're exactly. not there for yeah. them, don't get mad when you're already retired and you want to hang yeah. out with your kids. And, and your they kids ain't like, got well, you time for you. You weren't there for us. We ain't got yeah. time for you. And you know what? That's exactly what I wanted. To, you, you, you went right into where I wanted to go into. Like, I, There are people who overstay at a company because they're comfortable. And they're comfortable with... Even even the pay, because some most most let's just be real. We talked to us before. Like most companies do not have uh, your best interests at heart. They have a fiduciary duty to their shareholders. So I think I don't know if we spoke about this before. Me and you spoke about this privately. I know I mentioned it, but fiduciary duty is like a financial obligation. So most corporate companies they have an obligation to the shareholders that help drive their share price. Right. So you at the company are. Are an expense. <laughs> You're, a cost. You're an expense. So yes, you are an asset that you can actually bring value to the company because you, you you're fulfilling a service. But you're also an expense for the company, and they are focused on P and L and bottom line numbers, and they have to make their numbers look great so our sh- their share price could go up. And their dedication is to those people who are buying the shares. There's not to you as an employee. And I think a lot of times employees get the lines blurred because they think they get you know. I get my little annual bonus, or I get my little annual raise. And nine times out of ten, your raise is not even keeping up with inflation, no. which, by the way, inflation is through the roof. Uh, gasoline is still at 350 and we're almost in winter. That was mm-hmm. supposed to be just a summer thing. No, it is still hanging on. But anyway, a lot of people get hung on to that um, because the job is helping to meet their minim- minimum needs, right. but it's not fulfilling. And then they, they, they overstay at a company too long because they so scared of what is out there rather than uh what could possibly you know it could be a great opportunity out there instead of instead of them sitting here getting nickel and dime at the company they're currently with so so i look at that 
and I'm gonna tell you, I don't, I don't know the exact stat, but you can, we can pretty much Google it if you want to. But in September, three million people quit their jobs. Yeah, yeah, that was huge, and that's okay. huge. And then right now, job market is in demand for new right. talent. Yeah. So there, some the there's one a shift. There's a shift. It's a shift, happening. and yeah. there's a shift, and I and I like the shift because the shift is going two ways. A lot of people are leaving because they know that it's a great opportunity because now yeah. they get to work from home and all this and all that stuff. Yeah, that, they which got is the flexibility thing. now. The they flexibility. got the work-life balance. So yeah. they, they're quitting the jobs and going somewhere else because the, the, it, it also said that unemployment went down a little bit. Yeah, but that's... But, but that's, it wasn't a lot. Yeah, yeah not a lot. <laughs> but but we, we know how the, those yeah, numbers yeah, work. Yeah. But people quit. But here's the thing. A lot of those people are quitting and becoming entrepreneurs. Yeah. Working for themselves, Working man. for themselves because we live in a world now where yeah. you can come up with an idea or take somebody else's idea, yeah. make it yourself. And do it better. Do and it do it better. Like, hence our I, podcast. Yeah. Hence, <laughs> listen, I, w- I would love to be able to do this all day. I know. You know, if this, if this yeah. was to ever get to that opportunity, you oh, think man, be th- golden. Be, it'd be great. I mean, I'd get yeah. up at whatever time and then text you, call you. Yeah. Yo, let, we might actually have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but it's got to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, but if you're, if, if you're, you're there and you're doing that and you're miserable. Yeah. And you don't, and you, you're just, you're just ruining yourself. Yeah. I, I really do believe in that work-life balance. I'm, I'm here for Oh, my I'm kids. big on it now. You know, it's so crazy now. Because I've been working from home now for two years now, I don't know if I could ever go really back in the office full days, five days a week. I don't think it could happen anymore. Like, my whole mindset now with, like, taking a commute and going into work and then being in the building now, it's like, why? It's like the, the pandemic, in a way, has kind of, like, enlightened all of us. Even yeah. companies now, I think they're kind of like, oh, well, do we need all this, to lease all this space? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I like working from home. Yeah, but the company's gonna require me to go back into the office, and I go back into the office. I mean, like, yeah. But there is an age, yeah, that you get to, that you can't pick and choose what kind of work you want. You actually have to stay in those companies. That's the other thing. Oh yeah. So once you become the dinosaur, not many people are gonna want to hire you. Exactly. And because now you're stuck there. You're stuck there. Growing so, old, like, it like, hap- my, and it like my man and up. You just never going up though. Yeah, <laughs> just stuck. <laughs> but, just, but but that's you what up it is. It, stuck. It, 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 it happens. Yeah, it happens. You know, no, so, you're right. So you're in a field like I'm in IT. So at at, certain, at one point it's gonna yeah. be like the reality is that can I go out there and compete with a 24 year old that's gonna do it for who just left MIT? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like I can do that for. He's like I already this. made like 20 NFTs and I made three hundred thousand yeah. dollars and I so, can come here. To- <laughs> so you know you you get to that point and then yeah. you, what are you gonna do? No, you're right. You, you know, and, 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 and those people, when I see that they're hanging out in a company and they're still doing it, and they, but they're moving up in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, companies, yeah, yeah. I give those people credit because they're still making themselves yeah. like I just, an asset. I just feel like this: the days of when you used to go to a company and stay there for the rest of your career. No, that's done. That's over, man. And that sucks because I remember that was like the thing. Like you would go to a company, stay there, you get your pension, and you retire from there to give you a watch, give you a pat on the back. And you keep it moving, the, like that old time. Yeah, like my grandfather, he he worked at GM all his his whole yeah. life, and he got a nice pension. And but he knew he was once he got yeah. the job there, he knew that was it. It was it. He yeah. knew that was it. Like, he's no, like this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. And nowadays, please, you got to keep moving, man. Yeah. So I I know that in IT is usually five years. Yeah. And you have to go somewhere else. Yeah. 
because if you want to get paid more, yeah, unless you're moving up in the company, then yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, different yeah. things. You go different because, and it's definitely more about who you know than yeah. what you know. There's Ooh. not a job, there's not a job out there that you can get without a reference to somebody that works in that company. Yeah, you have to. You got to know somebody. Network is crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I tell people, you know, be friendly, be friendly, be nice to people. Yeah, because nobody's ever gonna hide the jerk. No. <laughs> and if you, and, and if you think that, you're gonna be unemployed. Yeah. I know. I know this. This this episode is a little bit different from the Yo, other. This ones episode, we, we went all over the place, bro. But I'm I'm telling you, I think that sometimes they need to, you know, people need to to hear more serious stuff because I think that you know, besides the comedy that we put out there, yeah, they're. I really wanted to focus on the ladies. We're really two human beings. Yeah, we're just two people just shooting it. You know, and you know the thoughts that we have, they're they're legit. I mean, like Frankie, we're we're ogres. We have layers. We have layers. We have tons of layers. <laughs> but there are stories. We have plenty of stories. Oh yeah. Um, but I think that, uh, but ladies, thank you. Thank you for dominating our listening group. And fellas, we see you out there. We see you out there, but ladies, we hope you, uh, took some things away from this episode. We hope, uh, we, you know, tell us, shoot us some more ideas, shoot us some more things you want us to commentate on. And, uh, definitely be willing to do that. And, uh, if you want some male perspective or an idiot's perspective, we can offer both. (laughs) Uh, We're definitely idiots. All right, man. So I think, um, I think we're about pretty much done, Frankie. I think we're about unless you want to touch on one of the emails. Oh, you want to touch on one of the emails? All right, let's do it. Um, I do want to touch on something that um one of the emails like I said, I mentioned earlier in the show, I mentioned Carol. She kind of wanted me to touch on it was in some of the in, uh investment advice that I was giving on the show. And um I was talking about uh a cool term. She says it's best that whenever I'm talking about investments and stuff like this with you guys, I should probably use the terms. Because if I use the terms, it'll make it seem like you guys are more knowledgeable when you guys take this with you to converse with other people. So I'm going to bring it back to my favorite investment right now, which, by the way, Bitcoin hit an all-time high of 69000 Uh And I just want to be very clear. Last year, Bitcoin around this time, I think was around 12000 a coin. It's now, it hit an all-time high of 69000 If you have not started investing in Bitcoin, I can only highly recommend it. I'm not a financial advisor. This is just for entertainment, but I am making this uh sort of uh comment just to educate some of you guys because if you believe in the future of what is happening with our money becoming further digitized i strongly recommend you guys look into it but anyway let me get to the term the term is called dollar cost averaging so let's take for instance i tell you guys to go get into bitcoin you guys say Rashawn, i'm gonna do that you told me that i could get bitcoin on cash app I can get it on Coinbase. I can get it on Voyager. I can get it on all these cool exchanges, right? You go out there and Bitcoin, let's just say hypothetically, is at $60,000 a coin, right? You buy $25 worth of Bitcoin. Boom. Bitcoin then goes up to $65,000 the next week. You put another $25,000 in there. You put $50 into Bitcoin. Your average cost is $63 because you spent $65 one week and 60 another week. So the average cost of that is $63. So with that being said, this is called dollar cost averaging with your investment. You are slowly putting your money in there. And even though you, you're, not, you're not buying it at the high, you're not buying it at the low, you're just buying it over time at the average cost. And you don't have to do this with Bitcoin. You could do this with any investment. You could do this with Tesla. You could do this with Microsoft. You could do this with Apple. Whatever it is that you have an interest in. And by the way, if you're an investor... You should try to invest in things that you're interested in, things that you know about. I like Disney. 
I like Disney movies. I'm going to invest in Disney. If you like Starbucks, invest in Starbucks. By the way, Frank, you ever been to Disney? Yes. Yeah, Disney's like amazing the first three days you're there. And then you just want to go home. <laughs> Listen, Disney, yeah. I, I, we've been a couple of times. Universal's way better for me, personally. Okay, fair um, enough. I, I did see something about Disney recently about how they manipulate the crowds. Oh, yeah, where they put the smelling of candy in the air. And yeah, so you can have, yeah, so you, you have oh, you all these feel-good feelings. Yeah. And like you're just like, oh, I want to buy everything here. And the, and the one thing that bugged me out and kind of pissed me off was, yeah. so you know that the main road? Yeah, the main strip when the you go to strip, Magic Kingdom, Kingdom. Yeah, you know that that's like majority of that, it's like asphalt. And it's like hot, really. So if you look, whatever okay. whatever the main road is, yeah, 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 it's it's well, that's dark. What parade is that? Right. So it's dark. Yeah, yeah. So you whenever whenever you see that it's really dark, yeah, is because they the, they want the ground to get really hot so you can keep walking. Oh. So then when you get towards like the big stores, okay, you want to go inside the stores, and then ah. what do they do? Make you buy. Stuff. They make you buy stuff. So one of the things I saw was that some stores. The AC is extremely high. So you walk in, you're like, oh, fine. Oh, man, this feels great. feels great. Oh, look at that hoodie. Wow. They're manipulating you without you know. And that bothers me because, you know. I'm people, with it. You know, and, and, TV and I does get it, it to me every day. <laughs> <laughs> the internet does like, it to me every day. <laughs> because it's like, it's expensive as it is. Yeah, it is. So you're going in there. Now you Bro, gotta, Disney is no joke. So now you go there and now you're going to spend $85 on a hoodie. Let me Did tell you. You could have gotten on Amazon for twelve ninety nine. Damn, I bought ponchos there because it rained on us, and it cost me like twenty dollars a poncho. <laughs> exactly, and, and they were nothing but plastic. I know. Yeah, yeah. Disney ain't no joke, man. They, they'll it's nickel, expensive. They'll nickel and dime you. But I do. I have to say, the first few days is magical. Like if you've been to Ohana, I highly recommend it. You eat a ton of food in there, and man, it's a good time. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to get back. So I'm sorry I derailed you guys, but yeah, dollar cost averaging. Um, I just wanted you guys to get familiar with that term. That was one of the terms. Thank you, Carol, for bringing it to my attention. Um, and let me see. Anything else here? Oh, and taxes related to stocks. I did mention um, about unrealized gains in one of the uh, podcast episodes when I was talking about Elon Musk. So once again, Elon, and he's in the news again. He's going at it with Bernie. Oh, it is Jesus. hilarious. I don't know if you guys saw it. Let me see if I can pull it up. <laughs> he's going at it with Bernie Sanders. So you guys know Bernie, Madman uh, Doc from Back to the Future. Bernie Sanders, he's always sprouting out crazy stuff. Anyway, Bernie gets on. Uh, he gets on Twitter, right? Because obviously Bernie wants to like uh, promote how the rich need to pay. You know, they're avoiding taxes and blah blah blah, and they need to cut it out. Oh man, tagged on it. I don't know if I'm be able to find it, guys. I don't want to do. I should have been more prepared. Anyway, but uh, Elon Musk was like, "What do you want me to do?" Because Elon did fulfill his duty of selling those Tesla stocks last week. He sold uh, 10% of his holdings, and I think it came out to like, I don't, I'm, I don't want to get this wrong. I think it's $9 billion or whatever. And basically, it did nothing for our, for our economy. Our economy is still trash. Do you think he gets receipts for the stuff that he buys? <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> I'm not worried about Elon. Elon, <laughs> Elon messing with this guy. Like, he, 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 he's messing with all of them. But, um, yeah, man. And it, he put under uh, Bernie's thing because he was like, Elon should pay more taxes. He was like, would you like me to sell more shares? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to unrealized gains. Basically, if you have a stock that you bought and say the stock is like Nike, I love Nike stuff. You bought Nike stocks, right? And you bought it. You don't get taxed on that stock. Cause a lot of people think, Oh, I'm, I don't like stocks. Cause I'm gonna get taxed like crazy. You're not getting a tax on that, on that, your investment until you sell. 
So if Nike stock, if you bought it, like say at $100 and then Nike stock goes to $180, you made an $80 gain. You're going to get taxed on that $80 gain only if you sell your stock. Correct. If you don't sell it, you don't get taxed. And again, if you lost money, say you bought $100 worth of Nike and it falls down to $80, you now have a $20 loss. Guess what? If You, you could sell that stock and sell your loss on your taxes. So that's what it's called being uh, taxing on unrealized. I mean, well, that's what it's called uh, of unrealized gains is when you don't sell the investment. Um, so what Congress, I mean, what the government is trying to do right now is tax you on those gains, even though you didn't sell it. Um, and we don't want that. So uh, do your research and hopefully vote against that. But um, yeah, man, Frank, I think we covered a lot, man. I feel, I'm, I feel very long winded. I feel like we covered a lot and um, covered a lot of different lessons here. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. So yeah, if you guys want to shoot us an email, send us an email at lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. This is episode number eight. We kind of body this for the ladies. Um, yeah, man, we're all fools in love. <laughs> we're all fools in love. No one got it right. So we do have other emails that we haven't addressed yet, but we are going to be addressing those. We, oh, yeah. We just didn't hit them with the, this week's topic, because. Uh, but we're definitely going to get to those. Oh, absolutely. So, um, again, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we have um, we always have a good time when we when we uh, when we get behind the mic here. I like. Uh, oh, and shout out to all the people who are listening in live, man. Yeah, you people we have a real nice ones. crowd today. We have some people coming on. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys continue to like the show and uh, sh- share it because uh, that's the only way we're going to be able to continue doing this podcast. You know, the more people that listen, the more we want to want to do this. Uh, we're going to continue. Uh, uh, adding to the show and uh, making it better. Yes, sir. So once again, we're signing off. It's your boys, Frankie and Rashawn. Life last hands with idiots. And uh, thank you for tuning in, guys. We're going to rock it out with a quick playlist. Frankie, take us out of here with a good mix. Y'all know the vibes. You heard. Yeah. Dim the lights. Jump around. First, I thought you said, get vaccinated. Come Lessons with idiots. Till next time. Peace.